welcome. Uh, this this is Mr. Taylor, and we're here to talk about his experiences as a teacher back mm -hmm. in. Which area would you like to say you're from? Um, I'll say that I'm from the Midwest, and let's say I taught in a inner city okay. in the Midwest. Yeah. How many years did you teach? So I only taught for two years. And what subject? And so I was teaching high school science. Oh. Yeah. What would you like to share with us today? Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to share a little bit more about uh, yeah, just my experiences with that. I guess I had kind of a interesting or um, non-traditional way of getting into teaching. Uh, if you want me to get into that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. You know, going into college, um, I, you know, never thought that I was going to, you know, be in education or be a teacher. You know, I was, uh, you know, I was a STEM major in college. And so I was thinking I would do something related to that. Through a couple experiences in college, I kind of realized that, you know, maybe uh, I, I do like you know, working with people and let's say in a sense like helping them plan out their life or mm -hmm. you know, helping them in that sense so I thought you know what maybe I'll give education a try so um, I was not traditionally trained um, mm -hmm. as a teacher um, I went in a uh, I guess like a teaching uh, program mm -hmm. and um, yeah that's that's kind of how I kind of got how I got into teaching and it was uh, quite the experience <laughs> we'll say all right. Yeah. Did you know what age range you wanted to teach? Yeah, I definitely knew I wanted to teach either middle school or high school. I was leaning more towards high school. Yeah, growing up, I never really had that many experiences with um, elementary age mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I definitely knew I wanted to do um, high school for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, anything interesting that happened in your first year? Um, yeah, a lot of interesting things <laughs> happened in my first year I think the biggest thing that the biggest thing that was I guess you could say like shocking or just like uh, I really had to get used to was how different the environment that I was in the school environment mm -hmm. uh, how different that was from my experience in high school mm -hmm. I thought I was gonna be able to use some of my experiences in high school and kind of apply them mm -hmm. um, to you know my job as teaching and you know in a sense I, I could do some of that stuff but it was just way different so so different there was just not as much structure that uh, I was used to when I went to mm -hmm. high school even just like teaching standards to mm -hmm. uh and especially like behavioral structures stuff like that or like man classroom management structures so th that was a big adjustment that I had to get used to for sure and just just the way that you know the the, the students were you know, talk to each other and act with each other and how they were acting with authority with the teachers and all the principals. It was, it was a big change for sure. What that, population uh, were your students? About 60 to 70, I'll say like 60% were African American. Um, I would say about 30 to 35% were Hispanic or Latino. And then, you know, the other 5-10% were just, uh, you know, everything else. I see. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, any particular story you would want to share? Anything in, in my first year of teaching, there was an experience that I was like, "Man, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, I'm just gonna call it quits. Like, this is crazy." A student of mine w came in late to my classroom, uh, or tried to at least, and you know, there there was a late policy where we just kind of had to close our doors. <laughs> so, you know, as a first year teacher, I was like, you know, I'm gonna follow the rules. I don't want to get in trouble. Of course. So I was like, yeah, uh, sorry, you're you're late. You know, I can't I can't let you in. 
and uh, this student was very adamant about coming in and just, you know, arguing me at the door and I'm just like, I can't let you in, you know, it's school policy, like, you just gotta go to the office and, you know, do it, do what you gotta do. Um, so I walked away and I was like, you know, I got a class to teach. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I hear is just this huge bang and shatter noise. Uh-huh. And then I look behind me and there's just shards of glass everywhere on my floor. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? Uh-huh. And the student was just like, uh, she, she just took off and ran. So she, she just kicked out, kicked down my door, broke the glass of the door and then kicked the entire glass down. And what? yeah, and I was just like, whoa, like what the heck just happened? Like, where was the glass? It was like, it was like one of those four pane glasses, mm-hmm. I guess. There was like, uh, the top half had like four panes of glass and the bottom half had four panes of glass. And you know, I guess the student was just really mad that they just oh like gosh. kicked the door. I don't, you know, I don't think they intentionally tried to break, break my door and break the glass and just have glass shatter everywhere uh-huh. in my classroom. But that's I was, scary. I was a little scared. You know, I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. Um, I just had no idea what to do. Like, what do mm-hmm. what, what do I do here? You know, this is probably my first month of teaching, and I'm just like, oh this gosh. is like nothing that I would even think about would happen. You uh-huh. know, so that was probably the first experience of mine in teaching that was like, like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is like I'm doing something wrong. Like, you know, oh. so, yeah. So I definitely, um, yeah, just just felt kind of awful. But funny thing is, you know. Um, that student ended up being one of my favorite students oh. at the end of the year. Oh, that's great. Um, and, you know, we ended up um, having a, you know, a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in my second year of teaching, they would come visit me and, you know, mm. um, hang out. So it's kind of funny how that worked out. Mm-hmm. But I would just joke around with her, like, man, you should try out for the soccer team or something because <laughs> you got quite the foot. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, was, that was one experience that mm. was kind of like, man, that's this is like, you know, an introduction to the oh world gosh, of teaching, I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. One of my first times I was student teaching, I was teach student teaching high school mm-hmm. and these two boys got in a fight. Like mm. a little like they're on the ground, they're pushing the dust around and I didn't know what to do mm-hmm. either. And I and I was like, Do I wanna teach high school? And at that point I was like, No, not no. anymore. And because it was too scary for me. And yeah. I think that would have scared me too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I d- there were definitely instances where I had um, students in the classroom fighting and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm just like, you know, um, I'm not in the, I don't have the biggest frame ever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty small myself, so um, I'm definitely like, I don't feel comfortable jumping in and right, separating right. these, like, these adults yeah. fighting, really. Yes. So, yeah, it's definitely kind of scary. Um, yeah, that, that, was, that was another difference that... Um, that I just experienced in the school is just like just not having the authority that you wanted mm. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a jarring experience mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. Anything? Anything else? This again happened in my first year. There was a student in my classroom, and they received a grade that they didn't really like. Uh, so you know, I was kind of like, you know, it's it's just it's just you know a reflection of your your effort in class, like. Mm-hmm. You don't. You come to come to class late. You don't really do the work. Of course, they, you know you're not going to get a grade that you want. Um, so they were very upset about that, right? And I was kind of like, you know, what what do you want me to do here? Uh, the next thing I know, this student decided to take my personal laptop off my desk mm-hmm. and just like kind of run out the classroom. What? And this isn't the. Uh, I was kind of an idiot. Like this isn't this 
laptop that the school provides me uh-huh. I didn't use it because it's a piece of crap and I was right. like I don't want to deal with this and so I'll just bring my personal laptop to school every day he ended up taking that thing uh-huh. and I'm like oh, crap like I gotta deal with this now uh-huh. so I gotta like run out the classroom yes. to obviously get my stuff back and you know I ended up kind of like this this happened after school too so oh. um students are like still in the roaming in the hallways and stuff so I ended up like stopping him down and like demanding like you know give give my you ran after him yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah and I was like hey you got you got to give me a laptop back and he's like threatening to like smash it on the ground like throw it on the ground mm-hmm. he's like nope you're not gonna do that you're gonna give my laptop back and like I, I was just like my I could tell him my face was just turning red mm-hmm. like this ridiculous situation to be in and like students were uh, circling around mm-hmm. us like oh, no. we we're about to square off or something yeah. and like everyone had their phones out and I'm just <gasps> like this is so embarrassing yeah and luckily one of the teachers was like hey like do you need help you want me to call like security I'm like yes please do that uh-huh. um, so it was just this like standoff that we have for like five minutes of like you're not gonna smash my computer because you know, bad things are going to happen here if it happens. You just, uh-huh. just hand it over to me. Um, so what ended up happening, he ended up just, like, dropping the computer on the floor anyway. Oh, my gosh. And, like, you know, it was fine. It's just dented, so, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. But, of course, you know, like, the police came over. It's like, do you want to press charges? But I'm like, no, no. Anyway, uh-huh, so uh-huh. That was, like, just another thing. I was like, like, what, 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 what am I supposed to do? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I don't feel, you know, I... Like, my stuff is just, like, can mm-hmm. be taken like that so easily. So yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's kind of just like, oh, not a thing I just had to deal with, so. That's crazy. I, yeah. I, yeah. That, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, like, theft happens all the time, you know, so I'm sure it's, like, it's just, like, something that. But he looked you know, at you and, like, took it and ran off. Yeah, he just decided, like, all right, you're not going to give me what I want. I'm going to take something that's yours. Uh-huh. He basically just said that and just, like, walked out of the classroom thinking he'd get away with it. And, is know, this, like, a freshman? He was underclassman for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 underclassman. underclassman. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I guess, uh, <laughs> you know, eventually they learn from their mistakes, I guess, hopefully. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a rough uh, first year. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just a lot of the, a lot of those, like, little events that, you know, I wouldn't say, like, I never had it, one event that was just, like, was so terrible that mm-hmm. I wanted to just, like, give up everything, you know. It was just, like, a lot of those little things just mm-hmm. ended up adding up, uh, where, the, as of towards the end of the year, I'm just, like, so tired and mm-hmm. drained. I just, like... Did kids yeah. ever cuss you out, or...? Oh, yeah, a daily really? basis. What? Yeah, yeah, this is what happened every day. Like, what? You know, like, if a student's late, I don't let them in, uh-huh. they cuss you out. If I mean, a big problem that we had was phones, right? Uh-huh. Like... It's just, hey, they're on their phones instead of doing the warm-up or doing, you know, uh, the worksheet. They're just on their phones, listening to music. Like, I either, like, tell them, put your phone away or mm-hmm. take your headphones out. And they're just, like, cussing me out. I was like, why are you talking to me right now? Like, I'm doing my own thing. Like, I don't want to do your stupid work, you know, uh-huh. and stuff like that. And just a lot of fighting like that. Like, and just, you know, as a first-year teacher, I don't know how to yeah. deal with this, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, so definitely a huge learning <laughs> experience um, that hopefully I improved in on my second year. But mm-hmm. you know, I would say second year was just as hard as the first one. Really? So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. How so? Yeah. I think it was like the organization of the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just kind of another thing that I was kind of shocked at was there was just a lack of 
you know, organization uh, from the administration side, I guess. And that really trickled down into, or I guess that, that just like affected how the students behaved mm-hmm. in the school because the students are smart. They can sense when they're going to get away with something mm-hmm. or if they did something and they didn't really get punished for it, like they told they're going to, like they're going to repeat it again. Right. And then, so you didn't get enough yeah. support from administration? Yeah, I did not feel like I got enough support from the administration for sure. What about like the other teachers at your school? Did they have like similar problems? Yeah, I would say, um, I would say most of the teachers at the school would kind of agree with me on that. Mm-hmm. I think I just had a harder time because it was you know my first year teaching mm-hmm. uh, or first two years teaching. I mean, the worst part is like I felt like I was contributing to the problem because of uh, the problem that like of the administration just being so disorganized. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for example, like, let's say, uh, you know, uh, like a student walks on my class, cussing me out, something like that. And like, I, like, what can I do? I can either like, uh, I'll either report them or mm-hmm. like, I can try to, you know, try to like, kind of run, like hunt them down and mm-hmm. just like, kind of put, you know, uh, set them aside and just try to talk to them but you know most of the time they'll just walk out and just keep cussing you out and she's like well w- w- what can I do here so um you know I'll report them and then administration just doesn't really do anything mm-hmm. right there's no consequences that they have so right. of course you know the net the next time that uh that happens like the student's going to continue that behavior because they didn't get punished for it and I know that mm-hmm. because the administration is kind of disorganized so like I kind of have that thought like, well, you know, this is what's going to happen if I try to do what I'm supposed to do, like nothing's going to happen. So right. like, why even try to go after the kid right. and talk to them or so like, I just felt like because uh, there was just no consistency mm-hmm. in the management, I guess, I, I just felt like I was so powerless. So I was like, what's the point of even trying at some point? So I just felt like that. Uh, which is contributing to the problem, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, not only does administration have to be consistent in their rules, like, the teachers also have to follow that consistency, but... You're, like, fighting, like, a tidal wave of inconsistency. You by yourself, I think it'd be really hard. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I'm like, oh, man, like, I definitely should have probably tried a little harder to, like, try to fight some of those inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, there's only so much that you can really do. Right. So, yeah, that's kind of how I felt, like, reflecting on a lot of my experiences. Mm. Uh, mm. Did you have support from your other teacher, your colleagues? And- um, I would say so, yeah. Like, in my, I guess, like, hallway or my wing or area, yeah, we kind of, um, we, we would support each other. Um, like, if, you know, like, a fight, fight broke out or something like that, you know, there was, like, a teacher that was kind of designated to... Like crowd control. Mm-hmm. There's one teacher that was like trying to separate the students, and mm-hmm. another teacher would like call security or something like that. So there were some systems put in place. Um, so yeah, I would say, yeah, uh, on my floor, I guess, yeah, the, the, the teachers would try their best to support each other, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, I think the biggest thing was that I definitely just didn't feel like I got enough support, mm-hmm. yeah. But as a first year teacher, I also, I also am kind of like. Like, I don't know, but I felt like I was doing something wrong, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to, like, go to administration to, like, ask for help, so I think that's something that I definitely didn't do or could have done better. Mm-hmm. So you you basically decided you were going to quit 
at the end of your second year? Yeah, yeah. So in this specific teaching program, it was a two-year commitment, mm -hmm. and I definitely didn't want to quit on that commitment. But mm -hmm. once I was done with that commitment, I was like, kind of have to reevaluate things. Um, <clears throat> like, do I want to continue teaching? Um, do I not? So, you know, I, I uh, yeah, I ended up not, you know, deciding, that, you know, I'm definitely going to have to kind of take a step back and mm -hmm. reevaluate things. Like, do I want to continue teaching? So, yeah, I'm kind of, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Did you, ha did you have any other crazy students? Um, or were they all kind of, like, similar? No, no, like, you know, the, the past two stories that I told, like, not all the students are mm -hmm. like that. Those are just... Um, you know, just a handful of students, right? I mean, it's, uh, you know, I guess that was another aspect of, you know, working in uh, the type of school that I was mm -hmm. teaching at is just, you know, the, the, some of the baggage that these kids bring to the school and their experiences outside of school and in their community is just like, again, so different from what I was raised in. And, yeah, and in a way, it makes sense, you know, why they're acting the way they are. Or, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it makes sense, like, you know, why they're coming to school late every day. You know, mm -hmm. they just have so many other responsibilities outside of school that, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's just, I think a common thing among all my students was that education was not their number one priority right. at right. all. Uh, which, from the community that they're growing up in totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. like, I totally understand why mm -hmm. education wasn't a number one priority. Yeah. Which is again, so different from, mm -hmm. you know, where, how I was, how I was raised. I was just like education, you just have to like, you know, study every day, like yeah. try your best. And that just like, wasn't really the case. So I remember hearing something about there being like a certain thing of violence at your school. Mm -hmm. Like something happened to a student or a teacher. Yeah. There, there was, unfortunately there was uh racially charged violence, mm -hmm. I guess, um, mm -hmm. like, you know, whether it be like the African-American students kind of um, going back and forth with the Hispanic and Latino students. Mm -hmm. um, there was a little bit of that. Yeah. And then definitely there was some physical violence. Uh, this didn't happen often, right? This is like a mm -hmm. one-off thing, but like, yeah, like a student towards a teacher. Nothing happened to me mm -hmm. personally, but I, there was a lot of stories that I heard uh, I don't know if you want me to get into that, but <laughs> yeah, uh, def definitely wasn't uncommon. Yeah. Was the teacher like badly injured? I personally did not witness this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just kind of heard this, but it was just kind of, I, I guess, like a scuffle. You know, like I think the teacher was just trying to break up a fight, and then this the student was just you know, so emotionally, like, uh, you know, they're, they're like rage mode, so they don't mm -hmm. really know, like, what they're doing or who they're attacking, mm -hmm. and they just ended up, you know, ac probably accidentally, you know, physically hitting a teacher, or, you know, uh, hitting a teacher or something like that, so, uh, yeah, so unfortunately that happened. I don't think the student intentionally wanted to do mm -hmm. anything. No, there, there's, you know, other instances of, like, more sexually charged violence I oh. guess towards uh mostly the female teachers oh, I noticed no. yeah yeah it's that's something that again I never experienced but it's just like that's crazy I, yeah some of the stories I heard were just like man I I don't know how you're coming to school every day you know like they would go, like har sexually harass them yeah yeah pretty yeah <laughs> with their words or actions 
Both. Both, yeah. The students um, would, like, accost the teachers? Mm-hmm. How? Um, there was one student that, uh, I don't even know how to say this in the most appropriate manner, uh-huh. but, uh, was doing inappropriate actions to uh-huh. himself while the teacher was in the room, and it was this whole, you gross. know, yeah, it was gross, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't witness this, right? Yeah, it's just like, honestly. I heard this from, you know, it, it happened, uh, this happened to uh, one, one of my colleagues, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of heard it from them, and it was just like, gosh, like, I don't even know how I would feel, mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what I would do, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, again, crazy stuff. <laughs> did she continue to teach after that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she, she did, she... Yeah, I don't know how. Like, mm-hmm. if if I don't feel like safe at school teaching, you know, right? It's just yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is, mm-hmm. the student wasn't even expelled. Oh, I feel like these days they're trying not to expel students. Yeah. Unless they're like a threat to other students. Mm, okay. Well, at least at my school, That's they keep students for the most part. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like in a way. Our, our school is kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to expel a student. You don't want the students to be in class as often as possible. So, yeah. But I just thought it was crazy. That, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, I don't know if this is a true story or not, but did something happen to a teacher? Like, some, or a student, like some, one of, one of your students got, like, killed or something like that? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, unfortunately, you know, with, like, gun violence and, uh-huh. again, the community that the students were growing up in and the activities that they, unfortunately, got involved in, yeah, uh, it was, you know, in my first year of teaching, I think, uh, maybe, like, three or four students. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had one of the students in my classroom, uh-huh. um, and, unfortunately, yeah, he was a victim of gun violence, and got killed just hanging out with the wrong crowd I guess yeah it was oh. yeah it, that was another thing that I just was not expecting I had to you know mm-hmm. um how, how to deal with like I don't even know how to deal with that stuff mm-hmm. and like I'm gonna have to help my students cope with this but what's really sad is I think my students were able to cope with that better than I was mm-hmm. just because they were so used to this mm-hmm. happening around them that it was just like yeah like it'll happen but yeah, that's uh, you know that happened. I think it's, I think the craziest, uh, absolute craziest thing that happened at my school was probably a student, yeah, a student getting killed by another student that was at my school. Like they both went, they, they both went to my school, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that happened. Uh, again, I don't know the full details, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, one, basically one student, you know, killed another student at our school, and it just. Uh, yeah, that, that was kind of an insane week mm-hmm. of that, because, yeah, you know, I thought something, you know, administration was going to do something or have some type of assembly, right. or, you know, talk to all the students about it, but nope, nothing, like, it was just kind of hush-hush, like... Really? I mean, I mean, they offered, like... Counseling uh, Counseling, services. yeah, yeah, services to the students, and, uh, but it's just, you know, I thought they were going to have, like, kind of a talk about it, you know, like... Mm-hmm. What about to teachers? Did they offer support to you guys? In, uh, in terms of... Like, like, 
grief counseling, like mm -hmm. if it was your student, and you know. Oh, like grief felt... counseling to the student to the teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, not that I was aware of. Really? Yeah. I mean, the way I took it was the grief counseling was more for the students, right? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So, not, nothing really for the teachers. Is that something that normally would happen, or? I feel like that should be because, mm -hmm. well, I had a student. Um, he was my student in sixth grade, and in eighth grade, he hung himself. Oh man. And they, our principal, called us in the morning for emergency faculty meeting, and he told all of us that the student had died and. You know, I had him two years earlier, so I remember him, and I remember how he was bullied and everything mm. like that, and we found out later that he was bipolar, and I was so shook up from that yeah. that I was like, I couldn't function, and so, you know, they told us, if you need to take any few periods off, or if you need to take the day off, we're totally fine with that. We'll get someone to cover your classes. Mm. But they told us like what to say to our students. Don't go into the details that he hung himself. Just say that he passed away. And that um, if they want to talk to somebody, then contact the counselors and they're happy to do that. But I mean, they told us. And so I knew myself, like I couldn't go back into the classroom. So I actually stayed in my principal's conference room for a couple of class periods just to collect myself because right. I was like crying mm -hmm. because I just couldn't believe that would happen you know and yeah. you know I I couldn't even like vocalize it to my students because they wanted us to just say it you know the beginning of class and so I told my uh my neighbor teacher I was like hey do you mind going in and talking because I had a personal connection with the student so mm -hmm. that's why I I was like I couldn't even speak about his death so yeah but I felt I felt supported and I went in after like a couple of hours I went back in but you know I was looking at the students right now that I had at that moment I was just like you know I hope that doesn't happen to any of you guys and you know like let's be careful about bullying or like let's not have that happen at all and and all the kids had questions about like I heard that he committed suicide and all that stuff and I was like you know what I don't know the exact details of his death but you know if you guys want to talk to the council you can but other than that you know they did give us support but then we didn't know how to really talk to the kids about that mm. yeah I mean that's tough especially to younger kids yeah um yeah especially if the teacher is having a hard time coping with themselves right. yeah that's 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 cool that your school is offering yes. that kind of stuff yes. so i'm so i'm really surprised like if do you have you know several instances of kids being killed at your school they should mm. offer some kind of emotional support to the teacher so that you don't like get so crazy and jaded and emotional and yeah again it, i think it was the problem is just the administration was so disorganized mm -hmm. i the craziest thing or the most messed up thing i think of that of these situations where kids are dying on the streets, you know, mm -hmm. to gun violence, is that I'm not even hearing it from my administration. I'm hearing it straight from my students. Mm -hmm. So if I'm saying, like, oh, so-and-so is not here today, yeah. and they're like, oh, like, you didn't hear? Like, my students, you know, are they, they know it before I do, uh -huh. and that's how I find out, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, yeah. How is administration not, you know, on top of this situation and letting the teachers know about a student dying, mm -hmm. you know, it's just something that w was difficult to navigate, mm -hmm. for sure. That's really bad. Mm -hmm.
you have any other specific stories you want to share? There was, uh, it happened outside my door on the stairwell. Like, this student was in handcuffs, you know, um, sitting on the steps, like, uh-huh. surrounded by, like, three, two, three, you know, officers. And I'm like, okay, like, something happened, right? But then, um, you know, I kind of talked to one of the, I guess, like, discipline mm-hmm. officers, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, yeah, like, we were, uh, one of the officers noticed that a student had a, you know, had a piece hanging out, um, <laughs> out from his pants. And he's like, hey, he, the officer was just like, hey, son, like, this is uh, going to go one way or another. Like, let's make sure it goes the right way. Uh-huh. And, yeah, so they had to deal with that. Um, oh, my gosh. And it's not, it's not necessarily the student's. Where I don't think the students bring the weapons to school to harm others. Right. It's more of a self-defense thing. Sure. Because sometimes, sure. like, students have to walk to school mm-hmm. at, like, you know, 6.30 in the morning when it's pitch dark mm-hmm. out in the winter. Of course, you know, they're going to want to feel like they have to have some type of protection in case something happens. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, man, like, I definitely do not feel safe mm-hmm. at this school. I had one student, not my student, but there was a student who did bring a gun to school, but they found it in their backpack during a random security, random security, quotation marks, security check. We do random searches. Okay, yeah. And I think someone tipped them off, and what they do, they come to our classrooms, and then they count off. Okay, let's count. Everybody count one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, over and over again, and they're like, oh, all the ones come with us, and they'll get all searched. Okay. And they found a gun in one of the kids' backpacks. But it was like a seventh grader. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's also crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's just things like that. Where, mm-hmm. like, again, just very different from my <laughs> yeah. experience. I mean, it's just other things. Like, where are, like, drugs a big problem? Yes. Yeah. Like, like how so? Uh, we have... They just this year they showed us different types of vape pens. Mm. How students were hiding vape pens and Is how they middle like schoolers or in the high school. High school, high mostly school. high school, okay. but there's some eighth graders who are oh, vaping too. But they'll like take apart things. They'll charge them and the oh, like the Chromebooks and, and stuff. Oh, and yeah, yeah, it just looks like a USB flash drive. Or something yes, like that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. We never had... I never came across any of those vape pens. Mm-hmm. Students were just straight up smoking weed in the bathroom, like <laughs> joints or blunts. Like, uh-huh. I would go to the bathroom and just find, like, blunt wraps in the oh toilet. I'm like, are you serious? And it's just, like, the hallways just... Smelled. Yeah, reek of weed. Uh-huh. Like, three out of the five days. It's oh just, like... Gosh. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, it was, it was funny. I made a joke with uh, one of my fr- teacher friends saying, like... Oh, like, I'm surprised, like, we didn't get drug tested. Uh-huh. And they're like, dude, if they drug tested all the teachers, we would all get busted because we were getting contact highs from how oh. much smoke <laughs> is in the hallways. I'm just like, so there's, like, nothing we can do to combat this? Like, what do we do? And it's just like, I slowly found out there is nothing that we can do. Because oh <laughs> the students know they can get away with it. So they're just doing that. And, Did you uh, share the same bathrooms as students? Kind of. Um, there was... Like, you walk into, uh, like, the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, a door that you had to key in. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, like, a separate stall. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was basically, like, a closet. 
Mm -hmm. um, it looked like a maintenance closet, but it was actually the staff bathroom. But you have to walk through the students' bathroom. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's weird. It was, yeah, it was really weird, especially when students are like shooting dice in the bathroom and stuff like <laughs> oh that. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, go to class. Yeah. Like, stop, like screwing around like this. Is, yeah, because yeah, it's just. I would not want to walk through a student bathroom. Nope, I didn't <laughs> either. So that was an interesting. <laughs> yeah, I had to figure out how to navigate that way. I would actually just end up walking out of my building, mm -hmm. going to the building where all the principals work, mm -hmm. and I would just go to the bathroom there yeah. on, like, the third floor, just, <laughs> like, where no one else would go because right. I don't want to deal with this stuff. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I had a decent amount of time to kind of reflect on the my first two years of teaching, um, and there's definitely a lot that I would have done differently. I think the number one thing that I would have done differently is definitely just getting more involved with the school mm. because, you know, I, I noticed that students behave much more differently outside the classroom than inside your classroom. Right. <laughs> like, they're just more chill and they're, like, actually kind of fun to, you know, hang, hang out with and stuff like that. So I noticed, you know, when I did after school tutoring with some students um, or just talking to students out in the hallway like it was you know like it was like a normal conversation like mm -hmm. we're just you know we're, we're just like having fun and like it was actually enjoyable but then it, it was weird like as soon as you step in the classroom like that kind of dynamic changes a bit you know mm. and I think I, I think if I was more involved with my school I would have had more of those experiences that would have made me happier made my experience more enjoyable and I would have had even more of a more more of a personal connection to the school, the community, and my mm -hmm. students, and um, who knows, like, if I did that, I, I might be teaching still, mm -hmm. but I think because I didn't really put myself out there, and I was just kind of, you know, as, uh, I was just, like, too wrapped up in trying to do lesson plan, or, you know, mm -hmm. grade, or just catch up on anything, it's just, like, I was just kind of stuck doing all the miserable aspects of Well, I feel teaching. like... It, it was okay for you not to be involved because mm -hmm. you're just trying to get through the day or get through it's the true. week. And you had, on top of that, you had some crazy uh, scenarios that were happening to you. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't blame yourself for not getting involved. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't blame myself, but I definitely would have done things so much differently. Mm. Were you there? F did you feel like you were trying to be their friend in the beginning or too nice? I definitely think so. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's something that I really screwed screwed up. Uh, yeah, because like you know, I, I thought like because you're a nice person, that's why I said. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was thinking like you know, if like I don't know how to say this, like not not like get on their good side, but like right. if we can have like a good relationship at the, at the beginning of the year, then they can kind of you know grow from there. Right. But I realized right away, like no, they need to respect you first mm -hmm. because. You know, as you know, like students are testing you mm -hmm. throughout, you know, the whole school year, but especially at the beginning of the school year, trying to, you know, see what your boundaries are and see what they can get away with. And yeah, I was way too nice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I came into, you know, the first, you know, my first day of teaching kind of like, you know, I'm just trying to uh, understand everyone's perspective, mm -hmm. trying to understand their point of view, just because like my experience is so different from yours. And, yeah, and that's, I think that's an aspect that definitely, mm. would, definitely would have changed. Mm -hmm. um, be much more stern. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I see. 
Um, what advice would you give to someone who is thinking about going into teaching? I think kind of going back to getting involved in the school, mm-hmm. I think, you know, de- definitely get as involved in the school as possible just because you can, uh, that way you're more invested in the school and the mm-hmm. students, and I think it'll just make the job much more uh, meaningful and much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is, and I, this might be obvious to other teachers, it just wasn't obvious to me, because mm-hmm. is like you have to make sure that you know you fit in with the culture of the school mm. um in terms of like you know how administration manages everything and how the other teachers at the school are right you, mm-hmm. um i didn't i guess i didn't necessarily have that choice mm-hmm. but i also didn't realize how important that is mm. and i think you know to anyone who is potentially like getting into teaching it's it's just such an important aspect of no, of teaching is you have to make sure that you actually like the school that you teach at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you, you you will feel supported by administration and you know, the, the other teachers. Yeah, that because if if not, it's just you know more things going against you. That's gonna make the job more, that more impossible. So, right. Yeah. Alright. Uh, Thank you for sharing, Mr. Taylor. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Alright. Bye, guys. <laughs>